Mr. and Mrs. America, all the ships at sea. Thanks for listening to Colony Confidential. I had a question. Are you ready for spring? I figured today I'm a day closer to spring. Let's get you up to speed with Q&A and stick around for our, our upcoming HR series. Mr. and Mrs. American, all the ships at sea. Yes, who? It's Ed Sheehan for Colony Confidential. And look who I brought with me today. The brains of the operation. Yeah, all right, fine. You know, you got a humor the kids. To get, get, you know what? He throws a hissy fit. So, what's new with you, buddy? Company meeting early tomorrow morning. I took a wonderful uh, walk today, as I do almost every day with my dog, Lily Kardashian. Why does she have that name, you might say? She's got a small head and a big butt. Do the math. Anyhow. I gave Lily That's that right, name. Joseph. Joseph came up Give with the name. Give me some credit, bro. Anyhow, you know, it's spring, and um, or it's spring-like, and I've been doing work in the yard. It's actually technically and spring. If, if Dr. J is looking at this, uh, I'm not lifting the heavy stuff. I got the mulch onto a wagon, brought it to the back, slashed it with a razor, and dug it out because the thing weighed like 80 pounds. I know, 30 pounds, nothing heavier. I'm trying to be a good boy. Hey, when are we going to the Macanudo Club with uh, with Francesca and my friend Danny Perla? Well, I don't know who Francesca is. Well, what's the guy's name? It's not Francesca. You oh. could actually read it right off of the thing here. Fran- yeah. What's his name? Fran- I can't see. Gotta Chesco. Francesco. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, he's a man. Oh, I told you this last time. Oh, oh is masculine. Yeah. A is my apologies. I'm sorry. You know, I'm getting older. <laughs> But I have been since the day I was born. Exactly. Okay, anyhow, yeah, we, we got to hook up something at the Macanudo Club. I think maybe maybe in June. What do you think? What's June look like? Uh, June? Who knows? We'll figure it out. June will work. That's my six-month anniversary. According to my, uh, d- uh, my, my medical advisors, I should be back to the way I was. <laughs> Only better before January 14, 2019. That was the day I went in for the... Operation. Anyway, which was a good move, but you know, one of the better moves I've made. Anyway, um, I hope everybody's been okay. Tonight, we're going to answer some questions. And what? I don't know. We're going to have a good time, like we always do. Fun and knowledge. Here's a call that came in. I got my apartment treated for roaches, and now it seems like there's more than before. Should I spray? Should I call the exterminator back because I just don't know what to do? I tried to get rid of them, and now there's more. WTF. You know what WTF stands for? Yeah. All right, cool. Listen, um, here's the problem that I'm, I'm, guess, I'm guessing. I'm pretty sure what it is. The exterminator came to your house, and I'm assuming he killed quite a few roaches. But let's say he did a fantastic job, and it was 100 roaches, and he killed 90 of those roaches. And he said he'd come back in a month. What happens in that month? Let's say five of the ten that are left are females. Each one of them probably going to give birth to 40 kids in a month. So if you've had a, an appreciative number of roaches on the first visit, if I was your exterminator, I'd tell you I'd be back in a week. What should you do? You should. It depends on the time limit. Like if it was a day ago, you got to remember that most of the chemicals used are residuals and last for up to 30 days or longer depending on what chemicals they use so you you would need to you know i would certainly if you paid for a service and you're not happy with the service yes you should call the exterminating company and see what they say because they'll look at the chemicals that they use and they'll be able to tell you exactly what they used if it's you know i imagine that they used a residual 
Uh, I would also question if your roach issue was that bad. Did they give you a preparation sheet that told you how to prepare for the treatment? Um, for example, your kitchens and your ba bathrooms. Normally, we would ask you to empty out all of your cabinets so that we can get into everything. You're not, we're not going to spray. We would use a gel. And if that's the case, the gel does take longer to work because they got to eat it. So you're on, that's where you become like a caterer and you put the gel out where you think the roaches are going to be. I think you should call the exterminating company and see if they're a reputable company. They'll certainly make right by you and do whatever you need to do. I would not do anything yourself because if they did use the gel, whatever you do may contaminate it. You paid for a professional. Call them back. Let them come in and help you, right? Absolutely. All right. We got another question over here. Um, I want to touch on what Joey just talked about. If you are a person in need of, of some roach service, call a reputable exterminator. What is a reputable exterminator? He's a guy that's insured. He's also licensed by the state of New York Department of Environmental Conservation. He also or whatever has, state you're in. Okay. And he also has no, several. No, we're global. We're global. We're yeah. global. You can't just say the state of New York. We're bigger than New York. We're bigger than New York. We are. Though. Anyway, uh, if he is certified by that state, there's different categories. So if you are a bar owner in New York City, and you hire an exterminator, and you look, he's certified, but he's only certified in 7A. He really can't treat your bar. He's got to have 7F. That's a food processing certification. That goes any place that has food processes, food stores, food manufacturers, whatever. So you really got to take a look on who you're hiring. What he's, uh, what he's saying is that for each, you need to vet them better. And now that I'm licensed in like five states, every state does have the, the ones that I'm in, D.C., Maryland. I thought we're in. Do you have a license in those? No, but I'm in. Uh, I'm talking about Colony Pest I'm Management. Back on you. I'm piggybacking on you, man. Piggybacking on me. You piggybacked on me long enough. Oh, here we <laughs> go. And it all comes out, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> but what he's saying is, is for, for there's like a general, in almost every state there's some type of general pest certification that allows you to treat someone's homes for general pests not termites not wood destroying organisms or insects but for roaches rats mice and ants it's, this is the time of year for ants this is like a phone call that you probably get every year if you're in pest management i get ants every year how can i eliminate them forever well correct me if i'm wrong you're wrong. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> right. Right, so what can you do? You got to get would it like any outside insect, which we consider, which I consider them to be dampness. Moisture is a problem. You got to dry it up. That goes into looking for conducive conditions and figuring out why you have the ants. If you're in a big rural area, but even in New York, like Long Island, your property is 60 by 100. You're relatively close to your neighbor. So you could eliminate the ants from your home. Probably depending on the type of ant, you're probably going to need more than one treatment to get rid of the whole colony. Um, and the colony, you might have like, uh, you know, a tertiary or whatever. You might have the Z colony and the alpha colonies in your neighbor's backyard. So you got to get you, you have to kill Z through A for them to never come back to your house. And, and it's uh, all about, and in Brooklyn, in the five boroughs, you're so on top of each other. Like, People ask me why we don't treat for mosquitoes in Brooklyn. Be, you're so close to your neighbors. You literally would need an entire block to do the treatment. And then the people at the ends of those blocks would potentially be susceptible to the other people. And realistically, in, New, in Brooklyn, your backyard is here. And then the person on the other street's backyard is here. So to get rid of your mosquitoes, you would also need to do that side too. It just It's tough. You can get some rep, rep, reprieve. But 
for them coming back and to eliminate them uh, permanently would take a lot and a concerted effort from a community, I think, depending on where you live. Oh, if you yeah. live on a farm or you have, like, acres of land, absolutely. You could get rid of them, eliminate them long-term. It would take a few treatments. It might take a couple of seasons. So, But, you know, there's other things you can do no matter how close you are to your neighbor. Um, over the years, what I noticed, um, garbage cans... Uh, you always find some stagnant water in the garbage cans, and what we recommend there, drill holes in the garbage can, five or six holes. Well, that's so what that mosquitoes you're talking up. about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so um, I, was, I was still talking about ants. I was just using mosquitoes as an uh, example, okay. the same type of example, but that's good. That, that's the very other, true. The other thing, too, is what I find, um, we have a lot of um, gutters, and if you climb up in those gutters, they have an awful lot of silt and moisture up there, leaves, stuff like that. You gotta Mosquitoes. Clean your, you got to clean your gutters. Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> I need my gutters clean. As my mother used to say, rest in peace, you better get over here, Eddie. I'll be drowned. I'll be drowned with the water if you don't clean the gutters out. So in a snowstorm of 1997 or 6, maybe 95, it was, a, it was like a ridiculous... Time out. I had been there two days before the snowstorm. Right, even better. And cleaned out the drain. There was, not, there was like a few things up there. Now... The there was a few things up there when you went two days yeah. before I went. Yes. So now there's 18 inches of snow on the ground, and my father says, your grandmother wants you to go clean the gutters. I'm Previous like, to that, she told me, if you don't come, Eddie, I'll probably be dead. I go, all right, I know. Take you to McManus's in a blue dress. Don't worry. I'm not coming over. I cleaned it last night. Oh, Jesus. So? Then I felt guilty, and I called... You know. I shoveled all the snow at my, at my mother's house, and we were all sitting there, and we were all figuring out how to tell my grandmother no. And I, and, uh, I don't remember who said it. They were like, tell her, tell her that, uh, that you can't drive anywhere. Tell her that the streets are closed not down. good enough. So I said, oh, Grandma, you know the streets are closed down. I don't think, I, you know, I'm not, I can't walk there. You're, you're far, whatever. And she's like, well, Joseph, I checked, and the buses are running. <laughs> you don't have to come right now, but get on the bus, and when you get here, you get here. I'll have some food for you. I was like, damn. So then my mother's like, how are you going to, the, the, the gutters are filled with snow. How are you going to get the stuff out of the gutters? I was like, that's good. I'm calling right now. Grandma. The gutters are filled with snow. How are we going to get them out? Well, Joseph, I'm boiling water now. See you in a little while. <laughs> so I risked my life and I went to my, I drove to my grandmother's house with the twins who actually work for Colony right now, Mike and Joe. I'll never forget it because they were like, bro, your, your grandmother's crazy. I was like, yeah. I said, but here's what we're going to do to get out of here quick. They're like, what? I said, I'm just going to park the car in the middle of the street so that people start honking until we move. And then she'll just be like, all right, go, 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 go. She was not phased by the people honking. <laughs> and then, so I was like, then, so whatever. One of the twins was like holding my leg while I was hanging off of the friggin' thing in the snowstorm to, to clean the gutters. I cleaned the gutters. And then she's like, all right, go, go, go. The people are honking. I said, absolutely not. You said you were going to feed us. We want to eat. She's like, what? I have to move the car. I said, I'm not moving the car because it's going to get stuck, which I told you before. Your gut is a clean. Now I need to fill my belly. People ended up backing down her street. But it was just like she had me. She had me pinned. I tried everything. And she was like, uh, and she boiled water and handed me pots of water to poor boy like you can't get any worse like we heard we had some safety episodes recently right hanging if you know like she had a a, 
a cement back porch where the most gutter she was concerned about. Hanging off of it with one foot holding the railing with a boiling pot of water trying to pour it above my head. Yeah, and how many, how many, how many trigs and stuff did you find? There was nothing. I wish <laughs> I wish we had camera phones at the time. So the grandma, there's nothing up there. Chuck again. I said, Grandma, there's nothing up there. Well, all right. Good, good, good. Yeah. Has a, Patty has a, a live question. Oh, what is it? She says, I get paper wasps under my deck every summer. How can I prevent them from nesting? You know, they're easy. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll get what I do school. with the paper wasps in the fall they they got these little cones there. You just take a get on a ladder and just take like a putty knife and knock them down. Preventative spray, but I mean you probably could do some type of exterior residual that would help um, stop them. But really, it's once you notice them, just just treating them and knocking them down. Preventing them is tough. Like preventing them from starting. I don't know. Is there like a varnish you could put on the wood or something? I don't think so. That's well, more. They don't, they that's don't more chew into the wood. They just more, attach right, it. Those yeah. are carpenter bees and stuff. Yeah, yeah, of that yeah. Nature. So that wouldn't. That yeah, they're just attaching. I so w w where we go for the bedbug dogs now in uh, Gainesville, yeah. we stayed at a hotel, and uh, me and Issa pull up to the hotel for, with the first dog synergy. Where is Gainesville, Georgia? Florida. Okay. It, uh, University of Close. Florida is right Close. by. Okay. Um, the place, but uh, the hotel. <sighs> easily had two to three hundred uh paper wasps are they related to the mud dauber wasps you're an associate certified entomologist bro yes that's true <laughs> i passed the test patty said she does that but they keep coming back you might be able to do some type of treatment there's probably a bigger nest somewhere on your property are there woods behind you that you could have a main nest back there that is overcrowded and then like i was talking before about the alpha nest and whatnot maybe they're moving to somewhere else these are the ones that keep coming back to prevent prevent them i don't think there's a real way to prevent them aside from maybe going and finding that main nest out in the woods somewhere the question was uh that they ha someone has ants and they're finding them in the kitchen by the dishwasher I mean, hello. When is you that put stuff in the dishwasher, food drops off. There's moisture in the dishwasher. You know, the heat and moisture, perfect, right, for the ants. So depending on where that dishwasher is and what type of home you have, if, if you have a dishwasher on a slab, if you don't know what a slab is, um, it's a, you know, first floor slab, so where, where your kitchen would be, right underneath it is concrete, and right underneath that concrete is dirt. And all slabs crack. Well, it doesn't matter because the, by the time a slab settles, there's cracks. So I think it's one thirty-second of an inch yeah. space that an ant fits through. So, and and plus you have all these pipes drilled and whatnot, so they're getting in. But what what could end up happening that happens, especially in houses like that, by the boiler rooms, and by the anything that's generating heat and moisture, it allows ants and even termites and other pests really but ants and termites to not really hibernate because the heat is generated so much right there on top of the soil the soil stays at the perfect temperature for them year round and they're able to flourish so by the dishwasher could be this could be it it could be the fact that you have all the food from dishes going in it could be water that drops on the floor or you may need to unscrew the dishwasher and pull it out and see if there's anything going on behind and it also how close is the dishwasher to your heating well the dishwasher is hot too if, if you use it daily you know depending on how many uh, how the family it's is. not as hot as well it's not as, as the constant boiler. as the boiler yeah. correct and the hot water heater well because of the heat 
It penetrates the concrete, and they, they set up uh, they set like up a nursery. They set up a nursery. Put the queen there. She hangs out. She's nice yeah, and toasty. Yeah, come on give in, them, Jack. Hey, how are you? Give birth to 38,000 kids a yeah, second. no problem. I don't know. That number's not legit. Her daughters are all loose. They don't care. They, they got oh. boyfriends, too. Yeah, Patty, 200 acres of woods. I think you're just going to have to continue with the... Uh, so this is this is. Think the, about a condo in New York. <laughs> so there's 200 <laughs> acres of woods behind a house. That's probably where they keep coming from, and there's probably multiple nests in there. So you know, I will still ask about if there's something that we could put around the eaves of the house and under the decks and whatnot. We're checking it out. Thank you for listening. Have you left us a review yet? Why not? What's going on? What are you waiting for? Come on, Hammer. What's up, everybody? Thanks again for listening to Joey Buns, Colin Confidential. Did you hear about the new HR series coming out? Our friends at Insperity join us to bring us up to speed on hiring, leadership, team engagement. It all starts next week right here on the podcast. Make sure you listen.